SpaceX's Starship, the most powerful rocket ever built, took off from a launch pad on the coast of South Texas this morning. The uncrewed rocket exploded mid-air shortly after liftoff. SpaceX had previously cautioned that the chances of success were low and that the aim of this test flight was to gather data. first part went well. Uh, the second part, not so much. It cleared the launch pad and for four minutes gathered speed as it climbed precipitously towards space, but then it started to spin uh, before bursting into flames. And it appeared uh, to the amateur eye that is mine that it failed to separate. The two sections of the rocket system, the booster and the cruise vessel, uh, were unable to come apart, which possibly caused the spacecraft to fail. Let's get the expert view. Science correspondent Jonathan Amos is with us. Well, that was that was pretty spectacular. Best firework I've seen this year, definitely. Um, but but an expensive one. Do you, why do they see it as a success? I think I'm, I'm out of a job, Christian. You, you described <laughs> it, it very well right? there. Something like <laughs> something right. Yeah, good. Something right. Yeah. Yeah. I need to re I need to retire. I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, it it, it cleared the launch complex, which was um, the you know the absolute basics uh, that they had to achieve on the day, and it climbed skyward. It got to a, an altitude of about 39 kilometers, and then it started to lose altitude and come back down. It was, it was tumbling. It correctly stated, it didn't separate uh, as it was supposed to. Uh, and then all rockets have what they call a flight termination system, um, and these are these are a series of charges that runs uh, run down the side of the vehicle. And uh, you know, if if the computers see that the rocket's not going in the right direction or you know someone on the ground uh, they can initiate those charges uh, and destroy the vehicle and that's and that's what happened so that's that's what the big bang was all about uh, SpaceX I mean this is their ethos right I mean they they test early uh, and they test often they're not afraid to break things that's what they've done throughout the history of this company um, and they intend to carry on that way it's been very successful for them um, you know, their, their Falcon 9 rocket now is the dominant rocket uh, out there. I mean, nobody comes clear to them. It launches every four days. It puts up 80% of all satellites. Um, you can't argue with their approach. Uh, it, you know, they didn't complete the flight plan today, but actually I think they'll be pretty pleased with how far they got. Now, you told me the other day that there were 33 engines underneath it. And I was watching very closely as a result of what you told me. So underneath it, have a look at this, right? You can, I was trying to count them, but you can see that not all the engines are lit. I think some of them failed. Would, would I be right? Yeah. Would I be right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. 33 engines, I, uh, you know, you count the dots there uh, and I reckon six, six dots. Yeah. You know, either the engines were shut down um, deliberately uh, you know, again, either because the computers said shut down, there's something not right, or the, the rocket launched with one or two uh, actually off. Um, but certainly they seem to have lost some in flight uh, as well. And that will be a concern for them. They need to get reliability uh, on, those, uh, on those Raptor engines, as they're called, um, if they're to proceed with this project. So maybe, you know, maybe that is the thing that will concern them most after this flight, is that they had uh, so many... Uh, of those engines fail, um, you know, within the first couple of minutes uh, of the flight. Well, we'll have to have to see. I mean, it shouldn't have, it's, it's dangerous, right? I mean, if mm. if you have a flame out like that, you might get a cascade. I think we discussed that on Monday, Yeah. Um, you know, where it spreads right across the, uh, um, you know, the ring. And, and before you know it, you've, you've got another 
what, what's the phrase they use? Rapid unscheduled disassembly, uh, which, which sounds technical, but just means it's blown up. Yeah. I'm getting, R-U-D, an R-U-D. An R-U-D. Yeah. I, I'm getting better at this. I, I'm going to play the role of your Dr. Watson, you know, to, to, to find out what went wrong with, with it. But, but it, it, it obviously was, was something to do with that. Let's talk about um, what they learned from it, because we've, we've seen a tweet from um, Bill Nelson, who is the administrator at NASA, and, and he seems quite pleased with with what they were doing. Because, as we say, we, we have to put this into some perspective. There, there were some people who didn't even think it would clear the platform. Yeah, and, and Elon Musk was pretty worried about uh, that too. Uh, they've got another one uh, in the shed, literally in the shed, uh, behind the launch complex here, and a few others as well that are sort of nearing completion. Um, I mean, I was looking at pictures uh, afterwards of the launch complex itself, the, the, the pad. Now, normally rockets, big rockets, they go with a, what's called a deluge system. So you, you've probably seen this. As they're about to launch, they, they flood the, the launch pad with water um, to sort of dampen the, uh, the, the vibrations, the, uh, the acoustic shock, all the rest of it. Um, but this system, they haven't got one there yet. They were going to put one in. They haven't quite done it. And there's a lot of damage, actually, to the concrete surfaces uh, around this pad, which they're going to have to repair. They're going to have to do something. And, you know, this is uh, 70 meganewtons. I think, you know, I did the calculation, didn't I? It's 100, 100 Concorde airliners on the runway uh, together at Heathrow, all trying to take off uh, at the same time. It's a tremendous amount of power uh, and heat going into the concrete. And any... Any water in that concrete is going to be instantly superheated, and the, the concrete will just go bang. It'll, you know, it'll, you know, be chucked out in in all directions, and that does appear uh, to have happened today. So they'll have to address uh, that. But yeah, NASA will be quite pleased, I think. Um, you know, they're they're seeing Musk, you know, make progress. Uh, they'll want to see by the end of the year that he's flown a, at least another two of these, I think, and and that he does actually make orbit. Uh, as well with the, the top part of the ship. That, just on uh, that issue, uh, Jonathan, um, my editor who was sitting next to me this afternoon when, when we watched this go up said, you know, Musk is the greatest industrialist up there with, with the Rockefellers and the Brunels. And, and he has a point. When you look at, at everything he's done with SpaceX, with Tesla, with PayPal, and now this, it, it, is, it is quite remarkable what one man has achieved. So you get characters like this through history, right? Um, and what they do is they, they change the nature of the conversation. Um, you know, everybody over there is, has been talking a particular way for a good number of years. And then somebody comes along and says, no, no, um, let's do it this way. And then everybody turns around and goes, oh, yeah, actually, that's a, that's a damn good idea. You know, Steve Jobs is another example of somebody who came in and change the nature of the conversation. And the evidence of that now is, is in our pockets, the smartphone, the, you know, the iPhone, uh, whatever. Um, and yes, he's, you know, he's done that. He is a disruptor. There's no question about that. He has, he has changed attitudes to electric cars um, completely. Um, you know, if he hadn't done what, what he and his associates had done at, at Tesla, um, the car market would, would still be looking like it did 20, 30 years ago. Um, it has changed. He's completely upended the rocket industry, completely. I mean, you know, we've got the situation now in Europe 
um, where we're we're having to go to Elon Musk and say, can you can you launch our most important satellites yeah. Yeah. for us? Because actually, at the moment, we can't can't do it. Um, okay. So it's yeah, it's it's a bit of a sorry state uh, state of affairs here in Europe uh, in mm. terms of rocketry. Well, it's Jonathan, you and I need a scheduled disassembly because we're going to go to a break. But thank you again for your expertise. We'll look out for the next launch and maybe talk some more. Uh, Jonathan Amos, there, our science correspondent.